Hey everyone, we have some good news, some bad news, and a quick announcement to make, but not in that order. Uh, we'll give you the bad news first, the good news to make it a little better, and a couple announcements that'll hopefully get you excited for the future. There's always a way to put this, but due to repeated, inconsistent, inappropriate, and unprofessional behaviors, Otto and Jordan will not be joining us for the remainder of Marvin's game, nor will they be joining us for any campaign thereof. We won't go into details about what all happened, and we ask that you respect both their and our privacy in this matter. However, that does not mean that we will not be finishing the Marvin's game story. We will be writing off the character of Clarissa in a tasteful manner, and Nort, who played Topher in the Bazikstan arc, will be taking over as the DM for this story and helping us effectively land this plane and establish important lore and foundation for the world that all future tech campaigns will take place in, our own homebrew world of curses. Luke Godfrey here with a quick editor's note. Just wanted to clarify that the finale of Stranger Stuff is still coming out. That has already been recorded and is being edited. So this does not mean that that is getting canceled. The end of that story is going to conclude and the end of Marvin's game is going to conclude. Just wanted to make sure that, that was still clear. Okay, love you guys. Back to the video. Bye. I'm sure this can be upsetting to hear, but we had to make this hard decision to preserve our own mental health and enhance the quality of the show that we're making. These issues have been going on for quite some time now, and they've been negatively impacting the quality of our performances, motivations, and honestly, just the show as a whole. But don't worry, we're not going anywhere. Our schedule will remain untouched and business will continue as normal. So again, not going anywhere. Things are just going to be a little bit different moving forward. Now onto the good news, thank goodness. The structure and formatting of the encounter table going forward will be a little different, but we think you will all really appreciate the change. From here on out, the only reoccurring cast members across all seasons will be Brandon, Luke, and myself. Each campaign that we do, we will encounter, pun intended, one to two guests that we get a chance to play with and tell a story together. Also, starting immediately after Marvin's game, we'll be releasing two campaigns at once. Yes, that's you heard me right. Two full-length campaigns simultaneously, which, if you stick around to the end, we will have trailers for both to show. When it comes to what these campaigns are about, um, I'm going to let the... The DMs explain. I'm doing my own thing over at Medieval, so <laughs> they can do this. All right. So the campaign that I will be DMing is coming out on all platforms immediately after Marvin's game. And that campaign is titled Let Them Eat Cake. It is set in the industrial slash political revolution of this Tet original world, Ocursus. The other campaign, which will be damned by myself, We'll be coming out on Patreon for early access and we'll go live on all platforms after Let Them Eat Cake finishes. This campaign is titled Age of the Bronze Mage and takes place in a steampunk Greek mythology inspired land in Ocursus named Gaia's Gift. Once again, guys, thank you so much for sticking with us through this. We really appreciate all of your love and support. Um, we love you and uh, let's roll the trailers. Yeah, love you guys. Thank you. racking our great nation. No, 
This pestilence is not one that attacks the body and disables the senses, but rather is an affliction of the moral compass and common sense of our people. There is a dangerous domestic terrorist organization parading around as some sort of rebellion planning to free you all from a so-called totalitarian regime. Do you know what they really want? They want to drag you from your homes and families, wipe the food from your tables, remove the protection that Candelabra has provided you. Our armies drive back the invaders from the north and the ravagers from the east. The peacekeepers put their lives on the line to keep our streets safe from violence and degeneracy. Does that sound like people who care for your well-being? No. Does that sound like a group of people who- Does this guy know when to shut the fuck up? Shutting the fuck up is something a politician never learns, dear Moth. But at least we seem to be gaining some traction with the cause. I agree. His statements are full of inaccuracies. <laughs> yes, yes! Shut him up for good, why don't we? In the beginning, a singular being existed, both simultaneously as everything and nothing. This being is simply known as chaos. Chaos transcends comprehension, not existing as a creature or entity, but as existence itself. The very matter of the universe, wild and unyielding to any force. From this matter sprouted Gaia, the Earth Mother, and from her came Uranus, the sky above. The union of these two beings in turn created the Titans, beings of immense power. Their father Uranus, fearful of this power, cast them deep within Gaia to the depths of Tartarus, the deepest part of the world. However, unbeknownst to Uranus, Gaia hid away their youngest offspring, a titan known by the name of Kronos. Gaia plotted with Kronos to usurp Uranus and free her children. With cunning and deceit, Kronos freed his siblings, beat down Uranus, and took supreme control of the cosmos. Much like history, however, things were bound to repeat. While young, Kronos learned of a prophecy where one of his offspring would usurp him. In fear of this prophecy coming to pass, Kronos swallowed his children. The Titan Ray, mother of the spawn of Kronos, hid away their youngest offspring, a son by the name of Zeus, and in his stead gave Kronos a large stone to swallow. Ray, desperate to keep her newborn son safe until powerful enough to confront his father, gave her son to Gaia herself, who hid the young god away from Cronus's ever prideful eyes. Zeus, now a god fully grown, confronted his father. Using the same trait of deceit Cronus used to usurp his father before him, Zeus caused Cronus to vomit up his siblings, and together they waged war against the Titans. With the combined might of Zeus and his siblings, the Titans were defeated and thrown into the depths of Tartarus, and the era of the Olympians began. With the Olympians reigning over the cosmos, the creation of mortal man soon followed, along with a plethora of creatures, monsters, and magic. Mortals lived simple lives and offered many sacrifices and gifts to the gods in hope of good fortunes and tidings. Lives were short and often ended abruptly by the ire of an angry deity or the savagery of the monsters that wander the world. 
This would all change abruptly upon the discovery of a mythical and mysterious mineral buried deep within the flesh of the Earth Mother Gaia. As if by the fate's will, a simple miner looking for bronze stumbled upon a purple ore which pulsated with light. Enamored by its haunting shade and its strange energy, word quickly spread of a new discovery. Even more bizarre was the rate at which this new mineral seemingly spread. As if by magic, mines across the region began stumbling upon this purple ore, and the brightest minds of the age fiercely began studying, hoping to unlock its secrets. With studying came testing, and with testing came progress. As time went on, this element became known to the mortals as godlight, an homage paid to the Olympians for blessing them with such an incredible gift, and an incredible gift it was. Discovery after discovery caused by this ore jump-started the technology of the region, and in the time frame of a few generations came advancements that baffled the mind and stunned the populace. With Godlight, what was once dreamt of can now become reality. In a hundred years of its discovery, the ability to power entire cities, create arcane channeling devices, and construct beams of metal became commonplace. Gone was the age of dreaming small and expecting little, for now the gods had gifted the mortals with something that was only limited by their ingenuity and their willpower. Godlight has created many advancements by design, although not everything that has been brought upon by it was intentional. Mutations began cropping up in the generations following the one who initially discovered the ore. Those whose bloodlines were once human fused and altered to create entirely new races seemingly overnight. Races of different sizes, of different anatomies, and different latent abilities? This caused fear and inspired prejudice. However, in a show of great faith and peace, the leading minds emphasized the beauty and magnificence these mutations were. Inventors, scientists, masters of the physical world saw these mutations as a gift from the Olympians, as their way of indirectly influencing their evolution and their abilities. Over time, these new mutations learned to live with one another in harmony. There remained those who would always oppose such notions, but for the majority of civilization, the differences stopped above the fang and claw. Now, in what is perceived as a golden age of man, the focus on godlight is at a fever pitch. The region's largest cities employ massive workforces whose sole focus is to develop larger and grander inventions that help deepen pockets of its people and deter those who seek to take from them. The land is seemingly at peace, but an air of tension looms thick. The gods simply observe as the mortals grow past their wildest expectations and only the fates know what's in store. Long gone is the age of bronze, where ignorance ruled all and the fear of the unknown drove mankind to be humble and modest. Here to stay is invention and innovation, where the unknown is indulged, ignorance is left behind, and creation rules all. Welcome, one and all, to the age of the Bronze Mage. My name is Joseph LaJoyce, and I will be DMing this campaign. So please, gather your pack, lace up your boots, sharpen your weapons, and be prepared for the encounter table.